10,300 surgeries per year. That's what happens here at the Stollery Children's Hospital. And because there are so many patient visits, so many life-threatening surgeries that happen every single year, we need your donations to help make miracles. We're at the 18th Annual Chorus Radiothon presented by Great Canadian Roofing, Siding and Windows. We need your donations all day long to 780-407-5437 or you can text Stollery to 45678. We have uh, Colleen in front of us right now. Colleen, thank you so much for joining us this oh, thank year. Thank you for asking me to come back. Of course, we love having you here. Um, but where did your story start here at the Stollery with your with your son Adam? Our story started on December 10th of 1998, before it was actually officially the Stollery. Our son was brought was sent here for uh, a um, CAT scan. He was having problems, um, he said he had headaches or his head was shaking and so we had seen a specialist in Edmonton, he was having problems breathing and the doctor sent him here to, for a CAT scan in the it, afternoon and we found out that night that he had a very large brain tumor at the, at, at the bottom of his brain stem. So what happened, what happened next? I mean, you, you find out this piece of information about your son, obviously very, very shocking and you're here at the Stollery and how did they guide you through the journey? Uh, I guess it was December 11th, it was a Friday afternoon, so then we were admitted to the hospital right away and he was scheduled for surgery on the Tuesday. So they said go home, have Christmas, um, we don't know how long this is going to take to recover, it's going to be a very long winter, a very long spring. Um, so they did surgery on this Tuesday and they were able to remove the tumor but in the process they also cut a, had to cut a nerve which affected his left side and his feeling in his left side and his... Um, coordination and things like that. So he was four at the time. The Stollery's um, basically been in your family's life since you said 1998. Yes. What are some of the amazing things that they've helped you through that you could say, we're so happy that the Stollery's here for me and my family. Without it, I don't know what would have happened. You know, we the first time we were here with his surgery, we were in the hospital for 65 days. So we met... These people became my life and my son's life because I was here almost all the time with him and we could stay here. We could sleep here and stay with our child and they become your family after a while and support system, child life. Um, you know, it's all the people in this building. It's the people that did the tests. It's the surgeons. It's the nurses. It's every. It's a team and it's right down to the lady in the gift shop or the, the cleaning lady that brings you things to your room that, you know, you may be missing. It's... Uh, and when we left the first time, it was like withdrawal because all of a sudden you don't have that safety net. But we were back within a few days. So we were here about six months straight almost the first time we were in the hospital. What brings you down here today? I, to share Adam's story. Adam's very inspiring story. Anybody that met him, just he, he had a love for life and uh, his sense of humor. And he never, ever gave up. Never. It just kept going all the time. He was diagnosed three times when he was four, when he was 12, and when he was 16. And each time he came back for surgery and had radiation and was on different chemotherapy trials and things like that too. So it's it was a long, long journey. That And even when he turned 17, when they go to adult world, the team followed him in oncology and his pediatrician, Dr. McGonigal, stayed with him. Dr. Mehta was his surgeon who does surgery on pediatrics and adults so that was a good link that we were able to stay with the same team. I know we talk about sort of the medical miracles and the amazing staff here that does the surgeries and diagnoses but what about the rest of the team that helps you and your family while you can't do anything for Adam? 
you know, I think I think of some of the nurses that we've met. I found out today that one of his nurses is supposedly retiring soon, and it makes you feel old. But it makes me feel great for her for sure, but sad for the families that have that have been in her life for so long, or she's been in their life. And um, you know, still Facebook friends with some of the nurses. I saw another one that uh, hadn't seen for years, just at an event a few weeks ago, and she was one of the nurses that was on one night when Adam coded. And we remember that night like the back of our hand. And I just remember her going to just lay down for a few minutes because she was so exhausted. I know how exhausted I was being here with him, but I can't imagine how some of those people go home at the end of the day after things like that happening in their lives on their shift and coming back the next day and putting a smile on their face. And oncology is one of the, is a hard place to work for sure. That night that you said Adam coded, you said you'll never forget it. No, it was take, January 11th of 1999. Take me through some of the roller coaster of emotions and how the staff here helped you through that night. Well, it's it, it's kind of ironic that day because the nurse that's retired, her name is Claire, and uh, she had re- recertified her CPR that afternoon at noon. And it was at 5 o'clock. Adam had had surgery to put a tube in his stomach, and uh, he was in pain, and he just passed out and quit breathing on us. And she was the one that did CPR on him. So he joked about the Claire air. And then he went back to PICU, and uh, numerous times he stopped breathing on them and its staff, and, you know, they would send him back to ICU, or he'd be fine, or it was up. And you just never knew from one day to the next for a while there how he was, you know, how they were going to keep him alive. At one time, you know, that we never thought, I never thought he'd, get past kindergarten so he certainly surpassed that goal continuing to share his story mm-hmm. will inspire so many others that might be going through something similar well you know i've heard friends say before they even had kids or got married they said you know we heard your story on the radio we made a donation never thinking that we'd have to use the stollery and one of my friends in particular her first baby had heart surgery and have been a stollery kid watched by them for years now too and she said I'm so glad and we were actually in the hospital when they came so there was a parent for support system for other friends and I know for a fact that the things that he went through kind of a pioneer in some of his care that they did at that time has helped other children with whether it's diagnosis or treatment or just some of the things that the the doctors and the staff had seen in his case have been beneficial in some of the other diagnoses and other families journeys as well. Well, it's a research hospital, too, so they're constantly learning from what's happening every single day and hopefully applying what they've learned. Oh, absolutely. And we have the the best of the best. And we were just so fortunate that we were close. There's a lot of families that come from out of town, you know, a long ways away just to to Edmonton, to our facility here. And I was just so happy that we were only an hour out of the city at the time. Thinking, you know, those families that come from different provinces. Yeah. His story, his spirit, his drive will continue to live on here at the Stollery. What does that mean for you? It makes me very proud. Proud of him as a as a patient and proud of the team that did so much for him for so long. Um, you know, you, you as much as you want your child to be healthy, to share with other people what you've gone through if if it helps one other person or you know to make a donation to help other people then it's all worth it definitely thank you so much for continuing to support the stollery for continuing to support our radiothon i think this is about the 10th time i've been here and even though adam passed away two years ago in, in 2014 you know like i said that story has to live on and his name is on a couple of things the memorial walls and things like that in the hospital so that that legacy will remain there and that's 
that's he's an angel looking over the other kids that are going through some of the stuff that he had to go through for sure. You talked about some of the, the donations. We need those to keep rolling in today, 780-407-5437.